Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, Kang Toys has big and little third-party stylized G1 Predacons in the works. Prime One Studio teases a hyper-detailed Power Master Optimus Prime statue. And we get a first look at some upcoming Rise of the Beast Studio Series figures. Today is Wednesday, November 30th, 2022, and this is episode 514 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that hopes Disney's old Bob does better than their new Bob. I'm your host, <laughs> Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? Introducing Trish from More Than Meets the Ear and Swerve's Bar. What's up, guys? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Hello. Let's talk Transformers. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. We really appreciate uh, your contributions. It helps us keep the show going, and uh, thank you for the support. If you are not a Donatrion and would like to become one, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support, and that's where you can sign up. If you already are a Donatron, look forward to all those perks you're getting. Get some merchandise, some bonus content, lots of good stuff, including uh, our bonus episodes of our Transformers RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. So this week we have episode 90, Interplanetary Route 69, that uh, is just coming out on our uh, Donatron feed this Monday, November 28th. So as you listen to this or watch this, it should already be available to you. That is the early uncut version of episode 90, whereas the regular version will be out on the free feed next week on December 4th. So uh, if you are a regular listener to Empire of Rust, you can go to transmissionspodcast.com slash rust to check it out. But uh, all our Donatrons get it early this week, so you can listen to it right now and get the longer uh, unedited uncut version. So enjoy. Uh, Of course, another... uh, bonus perk is that you are already uh you are automatically entered into our monthly toy hacks ten dollar gift code drawing so all our donatrions get automatically entered in that contest if you are not a donatron you can still enter just by sending us an email to contest at transmissionspodcast.com and uh just send us an email with a picture of a toy you'd like to get stickers for and that's how you uh you know you sign up so we're gonna do a drawing for the month of november uh we've got uh you know entries ready and uh you know this is uh, gonna be for all our uh, all our all our donatrons here of course uh all our listeners can get can use our toy hacks uh code to get a 15 percent discount at toyhacks.com so uh every so <laughs> other than black friday which they had we were running their own promotion for that so you couldn't use it then but uh, most of the year, you can use our code TM1234 to get 15% off toyhacks.com. Get any everything at the store. You can use it multiple times, as many times as you want. Just can't be combined with any other discounts or promos, but it can be used with the robo points in their site. So, uh, and it can be used free with to... the gift certificate if you win. Uh, I'll have to check on that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it should, should be. I don't I think, think, I don't so. think yeah. it's. I don't think it's res- that's restricted since a gift code is not is like a gift certificate. Yeah. So yeah, should work. So yeah. So you yeah. So 
you can get uh, if you win the ten dollar gift code, you get uh, you can buy uh, eleven dollars and fifty cents worth of uh, toy hacks stickers. So, yeah, I think that math is right. Let's. <laughs> you're you're the doctor. <laughs> so let's uh, let's do the drawing now. So we've got uh, we're going to give away a ten dollar gift code. Uh, Jeremy is your assistant ready to help us out. Computer, are you ready? I'm ready when you are. All right. Can you please have her pick a random number between 1 and 77? Computer, give me a random number between 1 and 77. Here's a number between 1 and 77. It's 64. 64 is... Steve Wu, Steve Wolfwood on the Discord. Nice. Hey, Wolfwood. Congratulations. Nice. Congratulations, nice. Congratulations nice. Steve. Go buy some stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. So yeah, he's a he's he's usually usually listen. I don't know if he's listening live right now. Maybe he's listening live and might be found out. Oh yes, it is. Yeah, he's there. He's the his comment is there, right there. There it is. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> Friend, these red. <laughs> right on. Congratulations, Congratulations, Steve. Good job. All right. Well, uh, yeah. We're before we get into the toy talk. I did want to. Uh, I, I should have done this at the very beginning, but I want to introduce our our newest guest host, <laughs> Trish, who's joining us. <laughs> Trish, thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Glad to be here. Super excited. Well, not really your first appearance on the podcast since we put out the TFCon podcast panel as an episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Second appearance we'll then. Call that a, let's call that a cameo, Jeremy. A okay. Cameo. Oh, yeah. Cameo appearance. <laughs> Well, she she was on the podcast panel at TFCon Baltimore the previous year, so I think we put wow. that up too. I was so, you know. on Sunday. Yeah, I only did the so. Sunday one. So third time's the charm, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Trish, well, why don't you uh, mention the the podcast, the other podcast you're on regularly? Okay. Yeah. Of course. So hey, everybody. My name's Trish. Uh, usually, you can find me podcasting with. Uh, two other podcasts. Uh, I'm a co-host at More Than Meets the Ear, where currently we talk everything except the one thing we're supposed to, which is Transformers Cybertron. We're going <laughs> through episode by episode and reviewing that show. But generally speaking, we talk about everything except that show. So if you're down for a good time, but a crazy time, then definitely go ahead and check out More Than Meets the Ear. And then I also am a member of uh, Swerve's Bar Podcast. I occasionally co-host with them, but I am more primarily on their Dungeons and Dragons type RPG, uh, Transformers Homebrew side. So I do that. That's a lot of fun. I think we're, we're in our third season of that, I think. I don't know. It's a lot of fun, which I believe is Transform and Rollout. Currently, we are on Eons. So we did Rise of the World Killers and last first Stand of the Wreckers. So go ahead, go check those out. It's it's a good time. It's a good time. Cool. Nice. Yeah, we've I, we've got to we've got to get a collaboration going between you guys and Mike on Empire of Rust. You know, we do a, absolutely. That'd be such a fun time. Yeah. Cool. Well, Trisha, thanks for joining us uh, this week. And uh, yeah, we wanted to uh, 
uh, since we, you know, we hung out with you at TFCon. And, uh, was, you know, we thought it'd be cool to get you on. And, and we're, you know, we're always trying to look for new faces, uh, new people. And, of course, people who are familiar with podcasting, it always makes it easier to get to get you on a podcast. So, uh, you know, uh, Hopefully less tech issues. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we're, indeed. We're used to that with Jeremy, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Okay, good. So if I just vanish, then just just hang out. Just keep going. Just yeah. keep checking along. I'll, I'll pop back in eventually. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into our toy talk, and of course, we're going to start off with some Hasblab. Oh, that's so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess, so, yeah, I guess we we surprised you with the transition. <laughs> you did. You did. You totally surprised me, but I'm totally here for it. I liked it. <laughs> I wasn't expecting so, it. We're starting off uh, the show this week with uh, some our 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 has blab right now and we're going to do these i guess for the duration of the entire uh death Saurus campaign but uh hasbro uh transformers announced that uh, they are going to have a uh, uh hasbro pulse fan stream uh coming up on november 29th at 11 a.m uh that's 11 a.m eastern uh so uh this is uh i don't think they've got much of a secret as to what they're going to talk about and even uh bmac uh, from uh, Hasbro, there uh, the Transformers side. He uh, he tweet uh, didn't tweet. Uh, nobody uses Twitter anymore. It's garbage. It's gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he he Instagrammed out a picture of a FedEx box uh, with um, some a little tease of what could be inside. Uh, so uh, it looks like it might be the Deathsaurus painted prototype. So uh, yeah, we might uh, we might get a look at uh, look at that. So that's very cool. Um, well, I mean, as when this show goes up, it'll be November 30th. So everyone's already seen whatever. Well, it is, you guys but... all know this already. Why are yeah. we talking about this? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're looking forward to it. We're in the past. We're looking forward to it. <laughs> That's right. Time travel is real, people. <laughs> the other thing that we got to talk about is our, our weekly update on the actual Death Saurus campaign. And as of this very moment, we are 15 days, one hour, and 49 minutes away. And we are sitting at 10,742 backers of the target 11,000. This is Sunday. And as Charles just mentioned, the show will be going up on Wednesday. Uh, It's likely backed by now. It's probably going to be backed before the stream goes live. Probably. Likely. So, uh, so yeah. Like they planned it. I think they (laughs) might've planned it like that. Um, the the real number that I'm looking for is that magic seventeen thousand, uh, because uh, we really want all the uh, all all the goodies that they want to you know add to the the box here. Um, so this eleven thousand is nice, but let's get to that seventeen thousand. Uh, I think all the the potential is out there to get it to that number, but uh, until uh, that uh, that magic target number is says seventeen thousand, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm not entirely happy. I want it. I want it there. Even though I think that the uh, the, the the stretch goals are garbage, I want them. They need to be included. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys all backed the Deathsaurus? Not yet. 
Not yet. I have not. It's pl- I, I'm planning to, but I, I, I will. Yeah. It's Same. just, uh, yeah. Same. I think we all did do the victory saver. So yeah. I did as well. Truth comes story next week is hopefully going to be interesting. You got to have I heard the they're two. coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's it for our weekly Hasblab, Charles. All right. Well, let's jump into quick hits. All right. First up, we've got pictures of the uh, one of the new Earthspark uh, Transformers, the Terrans. So this is Thrash, who turns into a motorcycle with sidecar. So we've got pictures of him in packaging and uh, some more of the, uh, you know, uh, general pictures. So you can see what he looks like. He looks pretty good. I mean, these, these Terrans, uh, I think are, you know, looking good. Earth spark. Uh, I've enjoyed We've, we've watched this, you know, a lot of the show. We talked about the first couple episodes of the show. I think the show's looking really good. I think the characters are, are cool and particularly Twitch and, and thrash, I think are, are looking good. So this is thrash here. Uh, and yeah, he's a, I think his figure looks pretty cool. So, uh, you know, Maybe I'll pick these these two up, so we'll we'll have to see. But yeah, here this is Thrash. I, I definitely think I, I prefer Twitch to Thrash, so I'm looking for her first. But Thrash looks good too, so we'll have to check them out. All right. Uh, next, we have uh, the official Segway website has put up pictures of a uh, Transformers collaboration with um, the Megatron <laughs> GT Two Super Sco- Super Scooter. Um, oh, sorry. They had already put out that one. This is the Bumblebee Segway Go Kart Pro. So it's just it's a little go kart. It's got yellow deca- um, Transformers decals and Bumblebee on the the back end. Uh, it will go up to twenty three miles per hour in race mode, which is kind of crazy. Um, That's pretty but, dang fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm not sure how that is unlocked because it says there's a safety mode of just under five miles an hour. Just still a little fast. I mean, I don't know, but kitty mode. It 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 retails for two thousand two hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> no, no, it's like twenty three twenty three hundred dollars, and it is ready to ship now. So, hey, anyone wants to get any of us a Christmas present? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you can just buy a few death sources and make Daryl happy. I don't it's think anyone loves me that much. <laughs> Yeah, As if a full-grown human being would fit in this thing, right? Um, but one more thing on this: uh, the the story here on TFW does say that there are three more electric scooters and carts in this collaboration coming. Oh my so gosh! This will this will not be the, the last. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be like is. ten Change. grand to have the collection. <laughs> there, there are some whales in the Transformers fandom that will probably get this. Hmm. That's like a whole car. You have a whole car for five go-karts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Up next, we've got the Magic Square MSB 47 Meteorite. This is the Legend Scale G1 Jetfire. And this is Magic Square's competition for the New Age Jetfire that we were talking about last week? The week before? I can't remember. Uh, Last week. Was it last week? But, uh, man, these... uh, these legend scale companies, they, uh, they like to do the same thing, don't they? Uh, third parties, uh, they, they, uh, they aren't super original. One of them comes up with something and they all say, yeah, I can do that too. 
They've uh, been so doing this since the since early the very beginning. <laughs> since the very, very beginning. Um, so this magic square, uh, you know, meteorite is, uh, um, it, it looks, looks pretty good. I don't think we have an actual size of it yet. Like, you know, in, in, you know, measurement an actual measurement for it, but it, uh, it looks very good. It's, it's, it's not in any CG or any prototype, anything like that. It's, it's, it looks like it's ready to ship. Um, but man, oh man, this thing looks really good. Uh, we have pictures of, of it in robot in, uh, alt mode and in Gerwalk mode because a, a, a jet fire needs to be able to be uh, needs to be able to turn into the Gerwalk mode because of you know Macross and uh, <laughs> I mean it's got its ability to do this this uh, this one knee kind of crouch and as an action figure guy that's a hard pose to pull off in any scale let alone Legends class so. I'm really impressed to be able to see that. Like, I don't know about you guys and, and Trish, I don't know how much experience you have with actual action figures, but <laughs> a, 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 a one knee pose like that, super hard to pull off and to have your figure hold the gun with two hands. It's just this, it's, it's something that action figures are just not really, you know, built to do. Uh, well, maybe, you know, G.I. Joe's and stuff like that. But Transformers, just they, they're, the wide chest is just too much for the for the two-handed gun hold. But this this pose right here, that's impressive. So I'm, I'm really digging this uh, right now. Um, I'd have to actually see the Magic Square and the New Age by, side by side um, to because I really would like to get one. But I, I'm, I'm really digging this thing for sure. Super cool. Okay, so up next we have the Prime One Studios Dark of the Moon themed Sideswipe statue. Um, this guy actually looks super cool. He comes in two versions, the standard version and the deluxe version. And each one has different like parts and bonuses that they feature. Uh, both statues are approximately 22 inches tall. The... The normal one comes with like this cool dark of the moon themed base and then uh, his eyes and his chest will light up. And then the deluxe version comes with all of that. And then he has uh, one pair of swappable arm swords and one Transformers logo logo plate in English. Supposedly pre-orders for these are already up and I went on the Prime 1 site. It looks like it's retailing for like $1,400. So if you have $1,400 to spend on a light-up statue of Dark the Moon Sideswipe, then this this could this could be your thing. <clears throat> the gallery of photos looks really cool. He's super cute. Uh, 22 inches is very tall, but yeah, kind of kind of steep, but he's cute. So there's that. <laughs> not fourteen hundred dollars cute. <laughs> no, not fourteen hundred dollars cute. But, maybe, but maybe it's save cute. save another thousand dollars and get the go kart. That's probably the <laughs> deluxe version, but I could only find one version on their website. So we'll see. All right, next up, uh, we've got the Legacy Wave 4 Deluxe figures already coming out in the Philippines. So don't don't go hunting in your local toy shops yet. Uh, unless you live in the Philippines, uh, then you should definitely take a look. Uh, we have several listeners in the Philippines who uh, usually get the toys uh, earlier. You know, couple. This is usually an indication that the toys are about a month or two out from 
making it over to North America. So uh, yeah, um, hopefully we'll see this may, maybe before Christmas. We'll see. I don't know. But um, to all our Philippine, fr- our Filipino friends uh, enjoy, you get access to, uh, they've got all the figures coming out there. I uh, see hot shot scrap heap, not scrap hook. Uh, needle nose and uh, breakdown so you can complete your uh, menasaur with breakdown there uh or get one of the other three figures or get the whole set uh i'm i already pre-ordered uh, scrap hulk i guess is the official name uh from ha- from uh, hasbro pulse uh so hopefully that'll come sometime soon uh i'm looking forward to that one uh also i, I also pre-ordered tarn but that's uh that's not here that's a that was a leader a voyager a leader class i don't remember but voyager i think he's voyager, voyager class. so okay so yeah so maybe those will those will be out soon too but uh yeah so coming soon hopefully none of y'all are doing the the menasaur with me i'm just i'm the only idiot doing menasaur here i've got I'm, two of the i'm figures. doing menasaur I have three yes. of them. So. All right. Good. <clears throat> All right. Uh, next thing we have, and again, from Prime One Studio, it's the concept for their Power Master Optimus Prime. Um, oh, and then coming soon, they have a Megatron. So let me get this Power Master Optimus Prime up. That's Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> he's at the bottom. Oh. He's a, he's. A, the Megatron was first, I think. Oh, they showed it first. I, I see. Video. I don't know what my camera is doing, by the way. Sorry, guys. It's like oh, you fine. slowly. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. It's like blacking out. It's like flickering. It's like haunted. <laughs> All right. So, um, again, from Prime Run Studios here, we have concept art for their Power Master Optimus Prime statue that's uh, coming soon. And um, this is going to be. Uh, the most technology complex transformer statue ever created by prime one studio. It's a quote. Uh, it has the most number of parts, um, even more than their age, um, age of extinction, Jetwing Optimus prime. And, uh, it is using Josh Nizzy, Josh Nizzy's art. Uh, and then you can display it in striker mode with a bunch of weapons, um, and Jetwing mode where you can add four wings to the back. So as a Power Master Optimus Prime fan, I I'm pretty impressed with what they did here. I mean, I'm I'm obviously not in the um camp that can afford these crazy expensive statues, but you know, did a good job here. Do we know what the basis is for this design? Like did got this Josh Nizzy, did he just come up with this off the top of his head or did he kind of base it on something? It doesn't say. Come on, man. Um <laughs> <laughs> I just know what they have here in just the story. Be better, Jeremy. Come on. <laughs> Show um, some of the. Yeah, there's some of the. Oh, there the, oh my gosh, I, he's huge. I, yeah, I don't know yeah. if that is Josh Nizzy or just someone from Prime One Studios, but yeah, this is a, a big. This thing big is figure. insane. Like, oh my god. I love it. It's like as I tall love as me. Guns. It's got all the guns. I love it. it does have a lot but of it's, guns. It's. I want this as a toy, though. I don't want. I don't yeah. want it as a statue. I want it as a toy. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, coming soon, they are going to have Megatron Overlord, 
which it's is cool. It's, it's it's cool, but it's kind of disappointing after seeing yeah. the Power Master Optimus Prime <laughs> and then seeing this. It's far less guns. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he only has one gun, but he has this big uh, axe thing in the other hand. So. <clears throat> That's all I have here. Okay. I think this is my turn again. <clears throat> so, yeah, we have over here uh, the, it looks like, um, first in-package images of the new Transformers Rise of the Beast 2-in-1 Optimus Primal Roleplay Mask. You know, I don't have a whole lot uh, <laughs> to say about this. Um, it looks like an interesting time. Um this one also with looking at this in the gallery, you can kind of see the first look at, you know, what the toy might end up looking like. And then kind of the CGI model, um, which looks interesting. You know, this whole, whole rise of the beast. Yeah. You can see it kind of down there in the, in the bottom right corner, mm-hmm. what the CGI model may or may not look like. Um, he's got the little toy there, but yeah, it looks, looks cute ish. You know, I don't, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Yeah. That's the CGI model there. Looks interesting. It's, it's fun that the mask actually transforms into a little robot. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 That, that that's is really new cool. in, in these like little play masks that they've been putting out for years. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and I just I want to have a mask that has that kind of look of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's the biggest frown. <laughs> Poor guy. I just I just like the engineering, like the the alt mode is 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 not a gorilla it's just the gorilla face it's and then <laughs> and then some kid can wear it just so. someone had to pitch that okay guys so i know we do figures that turn into like animals and and cars but how about instead of that it just turns into a mask that the kid can wear <laughs> i wonder how that conversation went down yeah it's just movie prime had taken someone's face and then that face just naturally evolved into a smaller robot <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested in what they're going to do with Rise of the Beasts. I'm a little on the fence about how it's going to go. Yeah, uh, we all are. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's all our quick hits. Uh, let's jump into our main discussion topics. All right, and for the main discussion topic this week, or I guess one of, we got a couple, but uh, we're going to talk about Kang toys. And they have dropped a new figure, uh, one of the larger uh, figures. This is their G1 Headstrong for their Thunder King, uh, Predaking figure. And this guy is, I mean, their their Predaking figure is taking a little while to kind of get finished. But uh, if you got pictures of this thing, you can see why. It's, it's just massive. Um, I think it's, it's like six six figures that they're doing maybe maybe more i think uh, it's it's probably more because i think that the feet are made of figures and the hands are made of figures so there's there's probably like 27 figures in this thing or something like that it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's it's quite incredible the detail on this thing is 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 crazy um it's i mean i'm a big predaking fan uh, as you could Same. probably tell by this this last that we like big bots that we just did with me and Doctor Pants, but it's uh, this. I mean, 
I think this goes beyond it. It's almost, it's almost not predicting anymore. It's, it's, it's become something else. I love the idea. Maybe it's, it's, (laughs) it's, it's entered a realm of, of beyond transformers at this point. Like, I love the idea that the feet can like the, the, the foot pads can become characters in and of themselves, that the hands can become characters in and of themselves. Um, and and that's really cool. It makes use of all the extra parts that usually would just kind of sit on the floor if you played with this thing, which I can't imagine anyone ever doing. Um, but <laughs> it's it's just absolutely immense, and I love it. But I oh, I would have have no place for this. It doesn't look like a G one Predaking, which is what they're going for here. Um, you know, it looks like a. Um, I don't know. It's super stylized, which is Kang Toys' deal. Um, but I mean, uh, Trish, you, you mentioned that you're a, you're a Predaking fan. What do you what do you see when you look at this? I, I mean, you know, honestly, I'm kind of on the same page as you. Like, you know, at first glance, um, if I didn't know I was looking at a Predaking, I probably wouldn't be certain I was looking at a Predaking. You know, if I just walked into somebody's house and saw it, my first thought would be, "Oh, hey, look, that's Predaking." It'd be like. What is that? Is that like, you know, like a Jaeger or something? Like, what is it? Uh, but, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Predaking fan, but it's nice. It's probably, you know, going to cost an arm and a leg. But, you know, it's not. It's like two Predaking, arms but like and you two said, legs. something else. Yeah, two arms and two legs and <laughs> a couple of feet and everything in between, right? <laughs> and a torso. Um, and a torso and a head and a sword. But. I mean, yeah, like you said, it's Predaking, but it's something more. And I think, you know, they've gotten so stylized with it, it almost loses that classic, you know, Predaking mm-hmm. look. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, this is, uh, I mean, I know this is way out of your wheelhouse at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, what, when you when you look at this, do you see any any <clears throat> resemblance to Predaking? Or is this just just a really cool, crazy robot at this point? Well, I mean, the the wings and the the like, you know, kind of guns sticking up in the back, kind of are trademarks of Predaking. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you look hard enough, you can see the the lion face in the chest. But mm-hmm. it, there, there's just so much going on, particularly around the chest area. It's just it's hard to focus in on one thing. Yeah, um, I do really like the axe sword. I think you know it's kind of you know, cool. Why have a sword? and an axe when you can have a sword axe or an axe sword, you know, all combined together. It just, it looks cool. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, th- this thing, it looks really good. I-, I am not the huge Predaking fan like you are, but I can really appreciate what they're doing here. And, you know, I, I am happy that it exists. I-, I do really like it when third parties kind of take the idea of the character and do something new with it. Uh, and don't they don't try to just be a straight copy of you know the G one characters like we saw with that Jetfire and mm-hmm. you know do something interesting that you know Hasbro is never going to do and that's what this is this would never pass Hasbro safety requirements no <laughs> no for sure yeah yeah the this image is is in danger of cutting people <laughs> right <laughs> uh. Charles, your thoughts, sir? Yeah, I mean, I I kind of agree with uh, with Trish and Jeremy that it's uh, it's it's 
super stylized to the point of it's unrecognizable. But I, I do actually. I looked at looking at um, Headstrong, just the figure by itself. I, I like the look of that figure a little bit better. Like it's a little bit smoother, not not quite as spiky as mm-hmm. uh, as as Predaking or Thunder King is now. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess to your point about like action figure poses, it does do that. Like the Predaking combiner figure does do the kneeling pose. They have it posed in that, uh, you know, that kneeling pose. So that's true. Hopefully, that's that speaks to the sturdiness and the construction of the uh, of the combiner. Yeah. Uh, so that's impressive. I mean, it's still yeah. It's it's very busy. I mean, it's it's not quite as bad as like the the Bay movie uh, designs, but it's it's getting <laughs> it's getting to that level where it's it. You know, you, you guys mentioned it's so spiky. You know, you might you might draw blood if you touch it. I mean, that's that's what I that's that's kind of the the feeling I get for the Bay movie designs is that uh, I I don't like it to be super spiky like that. So, um, mm. but and yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest Predacon. Uh, or Predaking guy either, so th- those are not my my go to figures. But um, it de- yeah, I, I appreciate it for the the design and aesthetic that it's going for. It's just not for me. Cool. The other um, <clears throat> Kang toy offering that we have is they're going to do the same thing, uh, only in Legend scale. So we're talking about this uh, Thunder King here, but they are going to try and recreate this on a little itty bitty scale, on the little legend scale. Uh, so we are we've got an image of one of their prototypes for their uh, Rimini. Uh, it's so cute. Rim- Rimini is their <laughs> sixth figure for this, and uh, it is their Headstrong as well. Another Headstrong, so two Headstrongs in a row here. But this is a tiny little rhino, and uh, and they've got him here with um, uh, posed with the uh, the bull. I can't remember. I, I as a Predaking fan, I'm I'm really embarrassed right now. I can't remember the damn names. Um, but uh, t- <laughs> Rampage tantrum. is the bull, isn't he? Oh, oh, tantrum? tantrum, yeah, okay. Tantrum, yeah. yeah. Tantrum, um, yeah. And then the other one, I mean, it's in the story here, so I'm just kind of reading the story a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, dive bomb is uh, is shown at the in the last uh, in the last slide there. So we've got uh, we've got three of the of the the should be five, but uh, we can we can if we're going by the same um, uh, thing that the the masterpiece one is doing, they are actually using six to make Predaking out of these uh, out of their figures. Now we do see a picture of 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 Headstrong and Tantrum in their foot modes. Um, I, I doubt that they're going to make anything out of the, the foot pads on these guys. They, uh, they look like solid pieces of plastic here, but they do look pretty good. Uh, again, they're still going for that stylized look. Um, but I, you know, this is something that I, I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more detail of when they start to get a little bit closer to being finished. Um, it's, it's gotta be a lot of, a lot lesser of a price point to kind of jump in on and, you know, this the masterpiece one, the masterpiece scale one, is six masterpiece scaled figures, um, and it's it's very expensive to get in on, and it's this you got to be 
pot committed right from the start right so you gotta you gotta really want to you gotta really want it uh you know the end product this one here you can you really don't have to invest all that much when you get in a legend scale kind of combiner you can you can jump in at a really uh really smaller uh financial uh risk um so you know these legend scale ones are, are probably closer to what I'm, I'm looking for um i believe there's a couple other companies doing legend scale predikings at the at the moment um i can't uh I mean, there's only a few. I think uh, Iron Factory was doing one as well, but um, Ooh, this is cool. I'm, nice. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that uh, this is, uh, this is probably going to finish first, though. Um, but uh, Trish, your thoughts on a Legend Scale uh, Thunder King? I think that'll be super cute. I mean, just this picture that we have up right now. I love that, like the little heads are like you know sticking up over the knees. I think that's super adorable. Um, you know, honestly, the Legends class figures, you know, if they articulate well and transform well and are a lot of fun to play with, and they're nice because they don't take up that huge amount of space on your shelf. Um, I really the Legends class figures. I'm only just now getting more into them, but they're super cute, and I would love a game. Right on. Uh, Jeremy. You can jump in on uh, some legend scale Predakingness? Probably not, but I, I would be more likely to. Uh, also, uh, I am not um, going to ignore the fact that the one we just talked about was huge rhino, and now this is Rhymini. Uh, <laughs> so I, 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 I appreciate their <laughs> their naming consistency here. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, one thing I am wondering, I mean, it looks like the, the horns are, are translucent plastic. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's going to be any lighting or if it's just going to be, you know, pass through, you know, uh, pass through lighting. I get, it would be really, uh, that would be a big thing to have a legend scale figure with, with an actual light up gimmick that, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not going to say it's not been done, but I have never seen it done before. So, right. Um, That'd be really but cute. It's just, it's a, I want the sword to light up. Yeah, it's just it's interesting to see the translucent plastic there. Yeah, and his wings. Charles, the wings lit up. <laughs> Charles, are you gonna are you gonna uh, jump in on some uh, some rams and horny rhinos? <laughs> uh specifically know that you phrase as you phrased it like that. <laughs> it, it's, um, an, it's an armored unicorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, yeah. I mean, I, I, as I said, I'm, I'm not the biggest Predacon, Predaking guy, Predacons guy. So pro- I probably am not in for the, even the legend scale Predacons, but uh, I mean, I, I think these do, I think these, the aesthetic for these guys looks better than, uh, the the masterpiece scaled ones, but uh, I would like to see the the whole thing together. I guess we we haven't gotten a chance to see uh, Razor Claw the torso and what what he looks like. So I'm curious what that how that compares to the um to the huge Ryan or to the the masterpiece scale one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that uh, that's dive bomb. So that's the the wing. We can get a sense of what the wings look yeah, like. That, so that's that's Furmini, the smaller version of Firmament. Ah. <laughs> I love that all their names end in mini. It's adorable. 
Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I hope these, I hope these turn out well. So I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll have to keep an eye on them. Yeah. Well, that's it. Uh, what I had for uh, the first discussion topic, uh, Jeremy, I think you got something. Yeah, um, we have our first looks at Rise of the Beast Studio Series, uh, Voyager Battle Trap, and Deluxe Air Razor. And uh, these look pretty good. I think in terms of movie figures, I am already more interested in these than any of the previous movie figures. Um, Battle Trap is a Terracon, and he transforms into a, a Jeep, I believe. Um and here's him with, uh, is that Hot Rod? Hot mm-hmm. Rod. Or, yeah, or, from or the scale. Hot yeah. Rod. <laughs> right. So he, he, he's like, a Hot Rod comes up to his elbows, it looks like. So it's a, a nice big figure. Um, oh, it's not, not a Jeep. It's a tow truck that he transforms into. So uh, it looks like um, reusing uh that ball piece from the bulkhead legacy bulkhead, <laughs> or at least the similar idea. I do. Uh, it looks like he works for Bernie's. I don't know if that's a tie in with the original 2007 movie. It's an homage. They, they, oh. we talked about that when we, we saw the cars that were on okay. set. It's an homage to Bernie Mac. Okay. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, this looks like a really good figure. Uh, not too much crazy. Um, you know, movie stuff on it. It seems like it's a, a decent transformer figure. So I, I'm happy with that. And the other one we have here is air razor, which I think looks really good. Uh, she's clearly based off of the, um, was it legacy or no kingdom, um, kingdom, kingdom air razor that we just got. I mean, he- heavily modified, but you can, not. You can see it's not, it's not, it it's, looks like looks, it looks like it, but it's not. It's a it's a new design. Oh wow! I went over this thing with a fine tooth comb. Okay, it looks like it's, it. Oh, and here's side Alien. by side. So they're Very yeah. Different. This movie yeah. one is bigger, and looks yeah. like she has Groot's face on her shoulders. So <laughs> everyone will now have to see that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like they look, they use the same kind of design, but it's it is it's it is a different design. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think Air Razor looks really good. And, you know, we were all wondering how the beasts are going to look. And I think, you know, th- this makes me feel really good about it. And, you know, we've saw that CGI for Optimus Primal earlier. Um, but uh, what, Trish, what do you think about both of these? Well, you know, I'm not the biggest um, Beast Wars fan, so the figures don't have a whole lot of meaning to me. It really depends on how, you know, the movie goes, depending on if I, you know, kind of want to collect the characters. Um, I haven't had a chance really to get into Beast Wars a whole lot. I know I'm kind of kind of missing out on, on a pretty decent show there and everything. But... Yeah, I mean, it, it looks key. It looks like a lot of fun. I like Air Razor from what I have seen. I've seen like the first season of Beast Wars. Uh, I like Air Razor from what I have seen. I liked her in Kingdom, um, but I mean, the figure—I don't know if they're planning on making her not super colorful. You know, I'm always a little bit more inclined to like the colorful, the brightly colored. Yeah. You know, figures that pop. I mean, and she's very neutral, neutrally colored. I'm so I'm thinking, not sure they're gonna make it. 
I'm thinking like all an of accurate these. hawk figure, or you know, like if they're trying yeah. to make it accurate, or what you know, I don't know which path they're going to go. Yeah, I'm thinking but, all the beasts are probably going to be more natural. You know, the movies aren't known. for Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, yeah, but at the same time, like if you're going to make the beast naturally colored are you going to make the beast to scale or you know because if you're not going to if you're going to make them to transformer scale and make them huge there's there's no point in going natural color because they'd stick out like a sore right. thumb anyways you know so they they kind of lose a little bit of the uh imagination aspect there by going for a realism that can't possibly exist holy right. shit that sparrow's fucking huge <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh no, it's, it looks it looks it looks like a sparrow. It must be real. It must be that uh, force perspective we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. Scale has never been the strong point of the brand. <clears throat> Sparrows really uh, But I mean if you're going to go big then, you know, go big or go home. Don't don't try to go for that wow factor but then fall short with a lack of inspiration. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to go for yeah. it, go for it. And that's really what's been holding Transformers back and I think all of the movies is they'll try and they'll start with going with the concept but they never fully commit to it and I think that's where the brand gets kicked in the butt a lot is they never fully right. commit to to what they're trying to go for and you know it shows. Well, yeah, they 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 want to be serious movies. Oh, there goes Trish. Um well, Daryl, um I think it's interesting that Rise of the Beast we're getting studio series right off the bat. Um you know, that that seems Interesting because studio series has traditionally followed the mainline movie figures. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on that and these figures? Well, I think there's a, there's a potential that they are integrating studio series into, uh, or the, the movie figures into studio series right away because they want to avoid a, a separate line for the movie. So they've got mm -hmm. a couple of little lines here and there, but they've, <clears throat> They've got the, like the, the, the little like crappy ones that, you know, everyone kind of like gets picked up by grandmas and, you know, yeah. and stuff that just kind of, there's the, the shit the, ones that, you know, like the one step changer type. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of, you know, though I'm going to get a lot of hate because of the one, I, I don't like one step changers. Sorry, throw, throw the hate my way. I can take it. But, um, but these are, these are the collector orientated ones. They're, they're, they're the higher quality items. And instead of doing air razor and uh, battle trap twice, they're just going to do them once. They're going to put them in the studio series line and, and be done with it that way. Instead of having to do a rise of the beasts, um, you know, deluxe uh, air razor and, you know, deluxe battle trap. Uh, and then now a studio series deluxe air razor and deluxe battle trap. So, but but they are doing that because we've already seen an air razor that's different from this one. That's we? that's a yeah. We the deluxe air we talked about another deluxe air razor that was leaked a couple of weeks ago that looked significantly different from this one. So they are doing that. With like, was that their, not one of those little shitty ones? No, it was. <laughs> I mean, it was they we we saw it side by side with the regular air with the kingdom air razor, just like these fit this uh this gallery. And it's about the same size. It, and it has a significantly different oh, transformation yeah, from this one. Uh, I can't one. keep these things straight anymore. Here. Yeah, that's the... Oh, yeah. that one. Oh, yeah. I that remember one now. looks more like the kingdom. It's still a little different. 
She has yeah. a, this one has a significantly different transformation where the like the legs fold into the wing. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Huh. So what? Uh, what? What? Where does this one fit? What's the, the? Yeah. What is this? Uh, the name of this one? Where does it? Uh... This, this is Studio Series. No, no, not that one. Oh. The first one, the one you were just on. Um, this just says Rise of the Beast Deluxe Air Razor. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. I guess. Uh, I guess I'm wrong. I guess they're doing the. Uh, I guess they're doing a, a Rise of the Beast line and they're doing the Studio Series line at the same time. I didn't think they'd uh, they double up on that. At the... But I mean, this you can tell just from these pictures, it's much less complex and i i think sure. like the the wings and stuff look so much better on the studio series hmm. well you'd hope so studio series you're paying more money um no but i like it i think they both look really good um i like the battle trap i think the battle trap looks really good um <clears throat> i would like to see um what it would look like with a, a toy hack sticker set maybe because it's it, it really just it's, looks like a, a, a fancy bumblebee, like a, a, fa- a bumblebee as a, as a, as a tow truck really. Um, but other than that, it's, it's a, it's a nice looking truck. Um, yeah. Hasbro's always been good at making vehicles. So yeah, I give them props for being able to make this. It looks, it looks decent. Cool. We're, we're going to get a lot of these in the next little while. Like a lot of leaks yeah. of these, these figures. <clears throat> Charles, um, what are, what are your thoughts on these? As an avowed hater of the movies, <laughs> well, I mean, I I am I am impressed by these. At least, if these first figures are an indication of what the movie designs are going to be, I'm look I'm looking forward to this. Like this, the one of the one of the things I've I've I, and, and we talked about this just with when we talked about the the Prime Studios figures or, or the um, the Kang toys a little bit a while ago is that you know I I, I don't like the spikiness of the Bay movie <laughs> figures you know they're they're the the designs are are too spiky you, you know, they're too busy you can't really tell what they are when they're on the screen and it looks like at least the aesthetic for Rise of the Beasts will go in a different direction if this is an indication so. Uh, I think this is much more in line with what I like in Transformers. So I think, and especially like since we're getting into a new area where I, like we've never done Beast Wars where the characters are in like the modern day world. So I'm curious how that's going to work. Are are they like, are, as, as Trish said, are they going to be uh, like actual in scale animals flying around in the world? Or are they going to just be transformer sized characters who then just happen to turn into animals uh which doesn't kind of, kind of doesn't make sense if you're you know if you're in the modern world if you're trying to hide from humans but um Our so i um, was in line with that universe's modern timeline well i there mean wasn't any time travel involved there but they were but, I, <laughs> there weren't any humans but yeah no humans yet. yeah i'm interested to where they're going to take it and see you know see at what point yeah. in time we're going to put these characters because you know they they do jump back and forth a lot you know between like the last night and then bumblebee and then you know all the different everything so i wonder what you know human civilization time period this movie's going to take place in or if any you know if human civilization is still a thing or if they're going to do that weird thing that the other movies did where they bebop back and forth 
and see mm-hmm. where it ends up. Cause I think that's going to dictate a lot of how they manage the interaction between humans and beasts and staying hidden. You know, do they have to be out in the complete wilderness because they're eight times the size of a normal freaking sparrow or, you yeah. know, is there going to be no humans and they don't have to worry about it? Or is it a post, you know, apocalyptic society situation where they crash land on a dead earth and they can live amongst the rebel, you know, what, what are they going to do with it? They're just on this, this planet. And then suddenly you turn around and you see, Statue of Liberty standing or sticking out of the ground. <laughs> like they were on Earth the whole time. <laughs> and you see Optimus Primal just riding out on a horse. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll we'll have to wait and see. I hope we're going to get a trailer like in the next month or so. Like they said, they're going to start December, the marketing, I think, right? Yeah, yeah the, the marketing push is supposed to go up in December. So hopefully a trailer coming soon. But I guess we'll see. All right. Well, that's all our toy talk. So let's move on to trips to the store. The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. All right. Trips to the store is powered by our friends at T Public. So uh, thank you to uh, those guys for helping us out. Uh, of course, uh, if you uh, you can go to our it's power our sh- it powers our shop. So if you go to our shop and buy some merchandise from Transmissions uh, merchandise, you can uh, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. And anything you buy from T Public through there will give us a little bit of a commission. So uh, you don't have to just buy Transmissions merchandise. Although if you do want to buy some of our shirts and other merchandise, well, that'll help us out. But if you want to buy anything from Transmissions or anything from T Public, you can go through the Transmissions link, and that will uh, that will give us a little bit of a, a kickback. So, lots of Christmas presents being bought this past week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we had some people using our code. Yeah, <laughs> thank, thank you to yeah. Took advantage of the Black Friday sale at T Public, so they got thirty five percent off. But you know, used our Ooh, code. West I think it was forty. Forty. Dang, I'll have to go oh, check out T Public now. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, they so. they do they do their sales pretty regularly, Trish. So uh, you know, uh, I know. Uh, yeah, so you can you can you can take advantage of that. I, I would say never buy from T Public at full price. <laughs> Always wait, <laughs> wait, wait for the thirty really, five percent. If, if you really love us, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you want to give us more money. But that's you know, true. They have sales all the time. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so check that out, transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. Check them out. All right, uh, now we're going to show off the stuff we got this week. Uh, I'm going to go first. Uh, I don't have a lot. Uh, I did pick up uh, the next issue of Shattered Glass. So this is uh, Shattered Glass number four, the Flame War issue. We reviewed this last week on Transmissions Alt Mode. This is uh, cover A, the Levio Remindelli cover. So pick that up. And uh, yeah, it looks good. Oh, so Livio Remindelli, uh, he's, you know, we've, we've talked to him before. He's a great artist, uh, does lots of Transformers art. Uh, of course he has the Kill Lock, uh, original comic that he produced the Kill Lock and the Kill Lock Artisan Wraith, those two miniseries. So check those out. But yeah, this is a uh, shattered glass. I did want to real quick, uh, I do have one more thing to show that's not necessarily Transformers related, but I did put together my horizon zero dawn tall neck lego figure so i wanted to show that off you bought that lego. at gfcon toronto right yes so yes. it's related 
Yes. <laughs> and there you go. Kind of a robot. You can see Aloy down there at the bottom. Uh, you know, she's hiding from the the uh, stalker there that's uh, that's looking for her. So, yeah. You brought that at Toys, uh, Toys R Us in Canada. Carol and I were there. So, <laughs> yep. I think I have a picture of you purchasing it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this is, I mean, this was a fun figure to put together. It's it, it was not as as fun as the op, the Lego Optimus Prime I got to say but uh you know I am a fan of Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West the games so uh it's cool to have uh, a representation of that so So now you're going to take it apart and build something else right? Uh <laughs> Nope. <laughs> it's Lego. What are you going to do with it? Uh shelf. Yep. <laughs> Show it off. <clears throat> All right, uh, Jeremy, we're going to you. All right. Um, I was digging through trying to figure out what to show this week because I got nothing new. Um, and I'm going to do some RID 2001 figures. Uh, this is my uh, Banana Prime. This was a Sam's Club exclusive. And this was before Hasbro really got the the three and a half millimeter peg system working well i was trying to get um the super mode which has this piece going on top and it just it's too heavy the this is just too heavy so it wouldn't work i see daryl cringing is it because of the vac metal no i'm just i'm I'm worried about what you have done (laughs) why that figure's worth a lot of money now. Oh, it is? Yes. What have you done? What uh, have you done, Jeremy? I have done nothing. I have all the pieces, and the wheels are actually not cracked. The rubber wheels are... Stop touching them. Stop touching them. Okay. Now, I, I feel bad for selling my Ultra Magnus I had um, yeah, years ago. <clears throat> the other figure is probably also worth a lot of money. Uh, this is... Universe Sideswipe. This is a redeco of the RID 2001's um, Prowl. And this was an OTFCC 2003 exclusive. And my friend Mike uh, picked it up for me way back in the day. And this is a great figure. Um, the the Lamborghini mode is just amazing. It's one of my favorite ones. and mm-hmm. um, I really love the... Um, the shiny logos that are like molded in. So that's what I got this week. Yeah. Li- that's likely worth a good chunk of change too there, but <laughs> I, I had, I didn't even know that one existed, but I didn't really look at those convention exclusives back then. Yeah. I mean, this one, I, <clears throat> I was so upset that I wasn't able to go to that, that convention and, you know, being a big fan of the show and of Sideswipe, uh, my friend picked it up for me. So, yeah, and it's also got rubber tires. So, yeah, um, would. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I will. I might put those away and not on my shelf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's all I got. All right, uh, Daryl, we're going to you. All right. Well, I'll start off also with a comic. I got uh, Saturn Glass uh, Two Number Four. This is the Josh Bertram cover. And, uh, 
I, uh, I mean, this is the cover that uh, I picked uh, when we were doing the review, and uh, I thought it was the best one out of the 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 three that we talked. Well, four, I guess, if you count Casey's. Um, but uh, I didn't, I couldn't get Casey's because they don't ship those here. So, uh, well, they do, but I'm not paying those prices for that shit. So, um, the shipping shipping is more than it's worth. It's thirty bucks to ship it to me, so it's too Ooh. much. Um, I have one thing here from uh, that I've kept forgetting that I had from TFCon Chicago. Um, but, uh, I, I got this, uh, this signed, this is my, uh, Transformers animated sealed, uh, RC signed by Sue blue now. So I did get nice. this done and, uh, Sue was an amazing person to, to talk with. Um, I didn't want to, I mean, I didn't really want to take up much for time. Uh, so I just, uh, I said, um, I said, hello. Um, and, uh, and then, handed her this and said, thank you and paid her money and then walked away. So it was probably very, very pleasant for her and, uh, and <laughs> very short and sweet for me. Um, so, yeah, but, uh, I, I like getting these, uh, these, these animated stuff and, and Sousa, uh, uh, you know, uh, an original G1 voice actor, but does not have a, a G1, you know, RC to get signed. So, uh, this was as close as I could get to, uh, to an original uh, RC. So very cool for me. Um, and, uh, the last thing I got is something new brand spanking new. I got a call about a pre-order that had shown up this week. So I went in to pick it up and it's studio series Ironhide. So the Ooh, new, nice. uh, the new Voyager class Ironhide is, is in. So I got that and I have not opened him yet, but, uh, this one is, uh, uh from all, everything I, I've seen online, this one is, uh, is, is now the superior Ironhide, uh, the best, uh, the best Ironhide you can get out there, other than the masterpiece one. Um, so this is uh, this is cool. Everything in him transforms, and he's he looks good. I wish they would have picked a better backdrop for the. the yeah, his uh, his death scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But his the only other really scene good. in the movie would be him sitting in a chair. Yeah, exactly. So your days are numbered now, Deceptive Creeps. <laughs> immediately yeah. gets murdered <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um i i like this figure um you know it's you know there's gonna be a ratchet so i'll get a ratchet as well um i, I wish they'd uh i can't i'm looking forward to them doing redoing the datsuns so eventually we'll get those those guys and uh yeah the um because everybody on that bridge you know that bridge scene they're fair game now, right? So Ironhide got like 20 seconds of screen time. So if Ironhide gets a figure, then, and, and Ratchet said nothing. He didn't have a line. He just died. So yeah, Huffer figure. Yeah. Huffer's got to get one. Um, you know, sides are sunscreener, sunscreen, uh, sun, sun streaker, sun streaker. Oh my <laughs> Lord. My brain is mush. Sunstreaker's in the movie, you know, he's carrying the the sign that the hot rod drives through. So he gets a figure too, right? You know, um, you know, Prowl dies on in this it's, scene. Uh, it's going to be the definitive G1 non-masterpiece one. It has to be, right? So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's cool. I'm looking forward to this. Do we get, do we get a gun Megatron? No, no. <laughs> I'll tell you that now. No, we're not getting a gun Megatron. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Anyway, this is it. I like it. And uh, 
yeah, that's what I got this week. Nice. Nice. Very nice. All right, Trish, you're, 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 you have the coveted anchor position. So that means you have to show off lots of cool stuff. So lots of cool stuff. Okay. Well, I have lots of cool stuff. So buckle your seatbelts, everybody. (laughs) Um, And now that's nonwithstanding my internet connection. So uh, also uh, buckle your seatbelts for that. (laughs) Okay. So my last trip to the comic book store, I picked up both of these. It's the um, here. I'm probably gonna have to unblur this because it's not wanting. I actually don't even know how to do that anymore. Ah. Oh, wait, there it is. Hang on. This is not the usual place I do my podcast. So I have the best of Shockwave and the best of Grimlock issues. These are really cute. I like doing them a lot. Um, I think the Shockwave one is a little bit newer, but I haven't had a chance to read the Grimlock yet. And then I also picked up, this is super cool. It's a Matrix of Leadership um, bookend. I saw that in my store. Yeah, at my store, they texted me like the day they came in and they were like, hey, we have this super cool Matrix of Leadership bookend thing that came in. There's only 2,000 of them. And so, of course, I went and picked it up. And They're numbered? Actually, I didn't know they were numbered. Yes, they, they are numbered. And it's actually like oh, wow. super cool. <laughs> it's Icon Heroes. Oh, I remember we talked about those. Um, I didn't know they're numbered. Yeah, I also have like the Unicron pencil holder thing that they did. But yeah, no, it's super cool. So they're numbered. It actually looks oh, that's really, nice. really nice. And I actually really like it. Um, it it was like 70 bucks, but honestly, it was worth it because <laughs> it was super cool. Totally, totally worth it. Um, also, another thing I got, this one I got a little bit over like a week ago, but this is one of my favorite things. I got the hardcover, which I didn't know existed, of Transformers Exodus, <laughs> which is, by the way, one of my favorite books like ever. And it's super nice. I didn't know it came in hardcover. So it's this really pretty, like, lilac-y cover. Uh, the cover's all embossed. It's it's gorgeous. Was so that if you the haven't one read... with the pirate faction? That is the following one oh, uh, that's yeah. going to be Exile. So it, it okay. follows Exodus. That's, this one takes place on Cybertron. So this is, uh, it says on the top, the official history of the war for Cybertron. Great book. The author... Um, he switches between perspectives of Optimus and or Orion Pax, Megatron, and Alpha Trion, who is like overarching telling the whole story, but like it's embossed. Super cool. A great read if you have not read it. Highly recommend. I finally got my hands on the Behold Galvatron Unicron pack, the little Unicron accompaniment pack, which is Uh-oh. amazing because I have the Unicron and so I'm super excited about this. This is the only, uh, except for the G2, I didn't get the G2 one, but I love all the Gavitron molds that they have been doing. So I finally got this bad boy. He came to me from across the pond, but I'm super excited about him. And then my favorite purchase of TFCon Chicago was my reformatted Tarn figure. Love him. Uh He's gorgeous. Uh, I got him at the Chosen Prime booth. They had one left. And I was like, yes, he's so handsome. So I have to open and hang out with him. And then they get a Legends class, Legendary Heroes, the little nemesis Optimus Prime, who's also nice. super adorable uh, and a lot of fun to play with. So yeah, I just got into that Legend scale. But I think it's amazing. That's that's pretty much everything that I brought in here. So I had more comics, but they're like, I had to, I had to dig for them. So, <laughs> but... Yeah, no. That's impressive. Always, uh, well done. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you. Many thanks. But yeah, I know I, I really like this Matrix guy. And then I I read almost all like the Transformers novels. And I have, there are good ones, there are bad ones. Transformers Exodus is probably the best one out there. Yeah. Okay. So highly recommend to anybody who even like mildly enjoys reading. It's a super amazing, I, well-written book. I read it when it came out and I haven't read it since. So mm-hmm. I read it. I read it a long time ago as well. It's great. I love it. I have the I have the soft cover as well, the paperback, and yep. I've flipped through it like so many times. <laughs> Mine are on that top shelf that's just out of the camera view. Yeah, so. but I have that one. I have Exiles. I have the one that like followed up in the same timeline with it, Retribution by a different author. I think that one they get stuck with the Quintessons and the because the, they deal with the Sharpticons and they have to. But that one, that one's a lot of fun too. And then I have all the movie novelizations and the prequels and the movie sequels, all that fun stuff. You have those, those terrible ones from the early two thousands that were set in the Dreamwave uh, universe. The comics are, are, are they novels? I have the co- Dreamwave they're comics. Not, yeah. There's, there's, but... there's three novels that were set in the Dreamwave universe. Uh, and they're, they're terrible. Now she has something to hunt for. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'd like, <laughs> totally not me just going and, and digging for was it like hardline right or um uh, do you know what they it were was called i was one was hardwired one was something else. Uh, I, I have them but i don't remember i they're 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 in another I, ha- uh, I have them too hold on yeah <laughs> oh yeah i see it you guys you guys got me going now I'm almost scared. To oh, you'll spend that. a lot of money uh, by hanging out with us on this show. You'll spend uh, annihilation. <laughs> yeah, fusion. And fusion. Yeah, and oh, uh, and book one was hard. Oh, okay, yeah, I've got yeah. one of them on here, so I'll find it. But yeah, I guess apparently there's a PDF of it. There is a PDF of Transformers Exodus that I got online, but the book is also like seven bucks to buy off eBay, so you can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's also the uh, the anthology. Uh, there's a there's a short story anthology. Uh, I think it's Transformers Legends. She doesn't need to buy all the books tonight, <laughs> Charles. I'm I'm just trying to help. <laughs> I do have I do have I have the Trans Prime, which is one of my other favorites. I have that book, and I have the Covenant of Primus. That's another one of my that favorites, nice. mm-hmm. which also follows the Exodus uh, Align continuity setting. So. Yeah, I, I really like the art of Prime, but Prime is my favorite uh, iteration of Transformers. In case you guys haven't realized yet, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right on. Okay, I see that one here. So I'm gonna have to go get those. Though <laughs> <laughs> they are the those those novels are not very. I would I would put them at the bottom of Transformers fiction. So just, just warning you. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Thank you for the warning. All right. Uh, well, that's our trips to the store. So let's move on to convention news. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. All right. In convention news, uh, basically just a roundup here of Tokyo Comic Con 2022. Um, they, basically, the, the Prime One Studio stuff that we already talked about, uh, including um, the, the Optimus Prime. Power Master Optimus Prime, they showed off the Dark of the Moon, Jetwing Optimus Prime, and then a the Beast Wars uh, Transmetal Megatron, which we haven't, I don't know if we've talked about or 
It's been a while. Oh, that one's so nice. But that one looks really good. Um, they had him at San Diego Comic-Con as well. He's amazing. So uh, pretty cool stuff there. Nothing um, official outside of this, I don't think, was it was released. Uh, we, we neglected to um, mention that uh, Olivia Ramadelli and Andrew Griffith were also at the show. So I'm hoping that they had a good time. And um, I guess we'll keep an eye out on these, these other international shows and uh, when artists head over there, try to promote that. But um, pretty cool. Um, you know, I, I would love to be one of those that can just afford these massive statues because then I would just get Wouldn't something other than the massive statues. <laughs> <laughs> but that is all for convention news this week. Okay, well, that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions. Uh, as always, at the very end of the show, we give a shout-out to our Masterpiece Donatrions. These are the folks who contribute the most at on our Patreon at our highest level, so we really appreciate that, and that's why we give them a shout-out on every episode. So thank you again to john 4 x Good and DemonTech82. We really appreciate your contribution and support. Thank you for keeping it up. And uh, Trish, uh, thanks for joining us this week. Anytime, uh, anytime. Yeah. Uh, again, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you online and, and the podcast you're on and anything else you want to plug? Uh, this is this is your time. So okay, whatever you want well, people to go, go to. Yeah. Tell us, <laughs> tell us about it. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, uh, you can find me at a rogue Trish on pretty much everything. Instagram, uh, the now dead platform of Twitter, Hive. Uh, Discord, it's all it's all there as a rogue Trish. Uh, you can find more than meets the ear at I believe uh, at MTMT ear on Instagram and at more than meets the ear. We have a Facebook page uh, spot. You can listen to more than meets the ear on any platform where that has podcasts. So Spotify, Apple. Apple Podcasts, I think. I don't know the names. I don't usually do the plug. <laughs> and then Swerve's Bar is a Swerve's Bar podcast, and they on I believe Instagram think we have a hive now for that one as well and yeah that's that's pretty much it cool we've got the link trees for both uh more than meets the era and swerves bar so we'll make sure to put those oh perfect everyone can find them yeah so perfect cool all right everyone uh that's it for this episode of transmissions thanks everyone for watching and listening we'll see you next time bye-bye bye later thank you for listening to this episode of transmissions if you'd like to join the conversation travel to our discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash discord want some cool transmission swag feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop if you'd like to support our podcast go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show we'll see you next time